he loves celebrity gossip. The only thing that would make this any better is some hot goss. Just uh, a, a nice holiday. Um, doing nothing and here we are. We're back. Um, it's good to be back. It is good to be back, I guess. Um, you know, here we are. Oh, yeah. Tricky. It's a little tricky there. Yeah. That you had the initial one and then I was like, that's not, that's not it. Yeah. That was like a fucking mortal combat. Finish him. Uh, we were all waiting for the final click and uh, the twisted teas are flowing. Uh, but not for me because I have to work still. So, um, yeah, we're back, man. Welcome back to Sauce and Goss. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Sorry, I, <laughs> I had to swallow just then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fiona. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know why. Um, a friend of mine said this to me the other day. He was like, uh, him and his girlfriend listen to the show, uh, and that rips. Uh, tell everybody but uh, he was like yes why do you introduce yourself still at the start of the episodes and I'm like well because we're not exactly an international force you know I'm not fucking Joe Rogan and I mean his name is in the title of his show so I mean you know but like you know yeah I'm, we're we're always welcoming new friends so yeah, you gotta introduce like, yourself to your new friends. <laughs> never again. It and I said to him, "Hey, if you're a real fan, you would know. Never take yourself seriously and assume you're special. That's one of our rules. And and so I don't assume people know who I am. And uh, I I don't uh, I don't actually know if I want people to know who I am. Um, based on you know things I've heard from celebrities and and shit. And funnily enough. Um, that is where we start the show. We always start with celebrities before that is we do that. Enough. Yeah, it is funnily enough. But before we do that, though, it's been a couple weeks here. Um, listen, guys, we're busy and shit. You know, we got stuff going on. And to be fa- and to be perfectly fair, Get off our backs, guys, we're busy. <laughs> well, like. Again, we're not an international super force. I always joke we're going to do World Tour 2022. Uh, I mean, you know, unless this podcast blows up in the next six months, that's just not going to happen. But, yeah, you know, whatever. How funny would it be, though, if we, like, you know, bought a rundown, like, like motor home and like, <laughs> just, just did, toured it anyways. <laughs> just did, like, a, even just a cross-Canada tour. Um, Ontario, and- even. <laughs> Yeah, just like, yeah, from Thunder Bay all the way down to, you know, the tip of Windsor. Um, We should have coordinated our vacations. Well, I guess that's next year. We still can. Absolutely. That would be super funny. By the way, the tip of Windsor, the name of the not yet released Prince William sex tape. Um, (laughs) I thought that was very. It's coming, though. Uh oh. Uh oh. And is that uh, the tagline? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> the tip of Windsor. It's it's not out yet. It's coming though. Oh man. Yeah. That's uh. Well, that's the episode title, isn't it? Um. No, it's not. Well, maybe just the tip of Windsor, and then we'll we always include something else stupid. Usually something dumb that I said, but um. 
anyway, yeah, if if you are a new fan and you're unfamiliar with this show, Fee and I just vent about stuff and uh, give our useless opinions on basically everything on the internet, which feels pointless now that Bo Burnham did it. So, I mean, this show is irrelevant now, isn't it? But mm-hmm. uh, it's never... It's never irrelevant. We uh, we're eternal. So anyway, let's before we dive into celebrities. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, and it would be funny if we did do a, an impromptu tour and just sent press releases to like all the newsrooms, and they were just like, you know, who is this? And we just blatantly lie and say we're doing some charity drive. It's just like it's a charity for ourselves. <laughs> Like it, it's just like, yeah, keep gas in our tank and and, you know, toast in in our I would assume that in one of those old RVs, they've got one of those just shitty two slot toasters and we just survive on bread and Nutella, um, which, you know, I'd be fine with, I guess. But before we we do celebrity stuff, what's going on with you? Is there anything interesting you want to talk about or oh. do you just want to start dishing? You put me on the spot there. Um, well, is there anything fun in your life that you... There is something fun. I don't know if I can say it yet. But, oh, really? Um, oh. Well, I have two friends that are going to get engaged this weekend, but obviously one of them doesn't know it. <laughs> so now I, so now you've like put me in a bit of a bad spot here, being the, the co-producer of the show. I post it. Like, do they listen to the show? You know, I I don't know if they listen. They're, like, they're not going to listen, like, if you post it tomorrow because they're going on a trip this weekend. So okay. they'll be busy anyways. So, so it is probably safe to say who it is. But I don't know if anyone cares because they don't okay. know them. Well, we're not going <laughs> to say it then. And and congrats to those people. Um, uh you know, based on how modern day marriages go, I wish you the best of luck and and um, good for you. Uh, hooray. But so that's not anything like personal. Like, did anything neat happen to you in these that's two That's personal. Not um, really. It doesn't affect your life at all. It affects. I'm going to have to fly to B.C. <laughs> well, so, all right. That. OK. If that's not enough for you, um, did I ever tell you about um, our chipmunk that comes to our backyard for peanuts every day? I'm like, fuck. yeah, you've told me about the chipmunk. He and stopped the coming around. He stopped were. coming around for a few weeks, and I was positive he was dead. Yeah. Um, guess who's back with a friend and probably babies under our deck? Wow. So we okay. get to see two chipmunks every day, and then soon I'll probably see some babies. <laughs> wow. Chip and Dale and friends. Chip and Dale have been getting busy under your deck boards. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's way more personal than two of your human friends getting married. That's immediately in your backyard. That's not BC at all. I guess that's the one thing I have to share is one of my friends who. Uh, off and on listens to the podcast, probably in the background while he actually does cool creative shit, um, is him and his longtime girlfriend are moving to BC this summer. Uh, I'm emotionally crushed, uh, but I'm suppressing that. And uh, I will be sad to see him go. But his dad has never been on an airplane before. You love to watch him leave, so. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's got a great ass. And... um, (laughs) His dad's never been on a plane, and so he made me promise that I I would I would strap the old man into a fucking 
airbound bottle rocket and launch ourselves out to BC once they're all settled. And so, so that, that is something I'll be doing. I'll be heading to BC as well. Um, okay. So the, week, we can do a cross Canada tour. We could. Yeah. If you wanted to, <laughs> we're both out heading and, out to out West. <laughs> yeah. I don't see why not. Like we could, isn't it usually cheaper if you buy a bundle of seats together? Like, yeah, let's, let's band together and go you, me and Steve. We'll have a great time. Um, <laughs> We'll be lit on the plane. You'll find us completely obnoxious and like, it'll be fine. Uh, you know, we'll dip our toes in the, uh, Pacific ocean and, uh, or, or as some of my friends call it the specific ocean and, and <laughs> yep. And we will, uh, start the tour right then and there. Uh, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that's, that's fun. BC. Hey man, it's a cool excuse to go out there. I have family that lives out there and they love it. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah it's expensive to live there, but I mean, it's yeah, expensive they just to live moved out there less than a year ago. Like during the pandemic, <laughs> they were in London. That's so funny because my two friends that are moving out there are currently in London oh. and they're, and they're splitting no more Lundeasy. Can I just say oh. really quick? Like, I love and hate London. Like I hated it when I lived there. Um, mind you, I was living there during a tumultuous period of my life. My dad had just passed away. I went to school and didn't want to be there. So that pro I had a drinking problem. So that probably, um, you know, contributed to it now, like visiting it. Cause like my best friends live there, uh, including Papa Quince, like love it. I love going there and hanging out. But but even that is a false statement because I don't think I actually like the city. I just, You're just like, like going out with your friends. <laughs> yeah, I just like not not even going out because like for the last, you know, feels like almost two years because it's two summers and that's the only time we get to enjoy here um, without freezing in in the bleak midwinter um, for all you Peaky Blinders fans out there. Um like we don't go anywhere, right? Like Papa Quince and I, we we like write songs and and watch dumb stuff and hang out. And then when we're with our other friends in Lundeasy, we're at their place, like having a backyard fire. Like we don't actually go out into the city because the city is scary, and it's one of the most crime infested places I, I've ever seen. And, um, it, it's a really fucked place. It's equal parts, really cool. And, uh, in the student area, like when things are popping, when you're of college age, it's a fun place. But, uh, once you get over to that far side of the city and even just like the downtown divide, it's, yeah. it really does split the city into two distinct halves. Um, it, it's spooky and obviously like uh, we haven't done a show since you know a whole family of people got fucking run over by a truck which obviously was the worst shit ever um there's a lot of fucked up things going on in this country right now man. yeah it's not like, a very happy Canada day this year i've gotta say no and you know what do like do we want to just address that quickly? You know, because I know we, we always start with celebrities, but we're, we're into a conversation piece now. And like, I'd like your opinion on this. Um, on the terrorism is... act that no, happened. No, <laughs> it I, was I bad. Yeah. I don't think 
I don't think we need it's an been a lo- it's been that. a long time since I felt <laughs> like crying over a news item but yeah was, <laughs> that got to me <laughs> it's fucking horrific it's a joke like that stuff like that happens and people are you know just twisted uh and shit uh, like uh, I more meant um the whole notion of Canada Day because like it seems to be a thing that like is dividing people lately online anyway, which I know is not a great barometer of society, but what's your opinion on this? Cause like there are some places, you know, within the region that we cover as newscasters that are just straight up, not doing any recognition of Canada today. Mm-hmm. Obviously COVID's like people aren't doing fireworks. Like towns are like, no, we're still not going to gather and shit. And like, that makes sense. But there are some places that are still going to do like, activities for kids and like virtual shit and like barbecues yeah, my, my town has some fun stuff planned actually they have um okay a, a decoration contest like you can be the best decorated house and win something or best decorated Bye. business whatever they also have a um like a like scavenger hunt type thing in like a, the local trails where you like find letters and then you piece together a puzzle and then you go online once you figured out like the riddle and then you are entered for a chance to like win some prizes and that and that's creative and cool and makes sense. Like you know, there there are towns that are doing the best they can, right? Um, but what I guess I mean is there are some places, and I know there are some places within the the area we cover that are straight up like not acknowledging or doing anything celebratory for Canada Day. Um, I know one town in particular is do is not doing anything specifically in recognition of the indigenous children that were found in BC. And this has been a talking point for a few years now, like the whole notion of celebrating Canada Day when, you know, to a large degree, Canada as a country and uh, the representatives that we elect here still haven't really taken time to properly acknowledge some of the horrific shit that the country and the former people that led it uh, and to some degree, people that still lead it are responsible for. And I just want your opinion on that. Cause like some people get real fucking angry, you know, and are just like, well, it, I, <laughs> I can still be happy about being Canadian. And yeah. And, and I agree with that. I also don't have a problem though with towns or people being a little more somber about Canada Day until some shit gets fixed. I I understand both sides. I know people and and the whole online culture now, it does not accept fence sitting. My response to that is go fuck yourself. I'll sit on whatever goddamn fence I want. I'll sit on your backyard fence. I'll piss on it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'll piss on both Hell, I can sides. sleep on the fence. The I'll trick sleep is on to a fence. sleep on your stomach with a post in your mouth. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's um, from the office. Oh, right? <laughs> I was like, what? Um, you're a bit more of an encyclopedia with the office than I am, despite having watched it five times. Um, you know, I uh, I did sleep next to a fence one night. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told that story. If I haven't, I'll tell it at the end of the podcast. It, that was an adventure. Remind me. Remind me. Yep, I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> um, just your opinion on that, or as Papa Quincy and I would say, you're a pinch. What's your pinch on people getting angry 
really that side people the people that get angry when like their hmm. town says hey we're not going to celebrate this year i of think fucked up my stuff. opinion on the people getting angry about that is the same as my opinion about people who get angry when you put up christmas decorations before remembrance day the people who are getting angry are not the people who have a leg to stand on in this like quote-unquote like fight like <laughs> The people, like, you know what I mean? Like, the people who are getting angry are the people that, like, it's not, like, (laughs) your deal. Like, it's everyone's deal, obviously. That's, like, not not exactly what I'm saying. But people don't celebrate Canada Day to celebrate the country. People celebrate Canada Day because it's a long weekend that you get to spend with friends. (laughs) So that's why I'm, like, like... Sure, cancel can't like I'm not I'm not like on Wikipedia looking up the history of Canada like paying respect to all the prime ministers. I can't even name more than two prime ministers. But what I can do yeah. is hang out and have a bonfire and like chat with my friends and get <laughs> because a day it's off a work. long weekend and get a day off work. That exactly. is, I love Canada Day. It's a long week. It's the first long weekend of the summer. <laughs> That's um, what people want to celebrate. I well, guess May two four, but like. Summer is it's June fake 21st. summer, yeah. Yeah, May two four is right. fake summer. It's yeah. it's the promise of what's to come. Yeah, uh, as Prince William would say. Again. Yes, but I I agree. Like if they changed, I, like I absolutely like if it was agree called Balloon Day, no one would fucking care. They'd just be like Long Weekend yeah. Balloon Day. Yeah, you know. But uh, some people do care. And, like, I've said this before, and, you know, maybe some people say I'm fucking, like, anti-Canadian or something for saying this. You go fuck yourself. I'm not anti-Canadian. I love and feel privileged to live in this country where shit isn't as shitty to any mere degree as it is in other places. Hello, China. Um, But uh, at the same time, I've never really understood this whole human condition we've built within ourselves, you know, since like, you know, the Romans and shit where they're like, oh, our country is the only thing that matters. And like, it's important to love your country. It's like, guys, at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of sediment rock and fucking molten magma underneath all encompassed on this perfectly spherical rock floating through space. None of it matters in 200 years, in 50 years, who knows, who knows what kind of crazy shit's going to go on. The scientists keep saying that if we don't fucking, you know, start putting our garbage somewhere else and reduce plastic, we're, we're all fucked by 2030 anyway, they say. So like, who even knows, right? In like 50 years, 200 years, a thousand years, Canada might not even exist. Like it might get taken over by salamander people living under the earth. Who knows? Buried underwater. (laughs) Or we're going to be underwater guys. Probably not here in Ontario. Worst case, Ontario. No, thanks. (laughs) But like, you know, can't even maybe that's what it is. A majority of Canada near the sea is flooded. And like Ontario is Canada now. Like that's all that's left, and we're Waterworld, you know. Water Kevin, Co- Kevin, we're we're Kevin Costner, man. We live in bubbles, um, underwater. Except in that movie, they lived above the water on floaty islands. But 
you know what I mean. We're like the uh, Jar Jar Binks people from Star Wars. The fucking uh, the Gungans living living in the bubbles. Stop that. Stop that. Kate's over there doing Jar Jar impressions. You don't do that. I brought him up as like a token thing. Like no one, you don't quote Jar Jar. He's the worst thing George Lucas ever farted out. And, and George Lucas doesn't even like Jar Jar. He was like high on LSD one night and was like, yeah, I'll make this orange carrot looking motherfucker with floppy ears. And then he saw the movie and was like, oh, what have I done? Anyway, that's a side note. Um, hashtag not Jar Jar Banks. So, um, I never, what I'm trying to say is I've never understood people being like, you know, USA, USA. It's just like, yeah, all mm -hmm. right. You know, like, like it's fine. Your country's not your personality. <laughs> but for some people it is. And that's sad to me because again, let's just say this. And for all you people that are like, oh, that's anti-Canadian, just whatever. Let's just say theoretically that the government was like, so we're not going to call it Canada anymore. It's called fucking Gibbery Goo Day. Gibbery Goo Gay. Yeah, I almost said Gibbery Goo Gay. <laughs> Fine, actually. Yeah, it's Pride Month. It's called Gibbery Goo Gay Day. That's what that's what the holiday's called now. For all the people. Like that's such an awkward, like. Like the way you have to move your mouth to say that. Tongue twister, <laughs> yes. Gibbery goo day is what I meant to say. And I and I tripped. I tripped on myself, guys. I tripped, didn't I? And we were all there for it. And I scraped my knee and we got back up and we're fine now. Gibbery goo day. And and for all the people, mostly people over the age of 60, I want to say, and I'm sorry, uh, I'm not sorry actually that that's ageist. Uh, I'm not. Uh, that would go, Oh, what the fuck, man? <laughs> First of all, they'd be, they'd say something like this. This is what every like over 60 angry, you know, fight for Canada, white guy would say. Um, and you know, the guy I'm talking about in like the worn out trucker hat with a beer gut and like a Bud Light sticker on his, on his bumper. This is what the guy would say. First of all, he'd blame it on the immigrants. He'd be like, the fucking immigrants are coming in. And now that now they've taken Canada Day from us, man. We can't even have Christmas and shit. It's just like <laughs> you had Christmas this year, Dwight. Like you had Christmas. Like you got stuff, didn't you? Um, your next door neighbor was celebrating Hanukkah. Like he's not complaining, is he? Um, and then they would be like, oh, you know, it, it this is wrong and it's anti-Canadian and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, Dwight, what about your life changed on Gibbery Goo Day? Right? Like, mm -hmm. there's still going to be fireworks. You can still, still fly the face flag. paint. There's nothing wrong with, like, being fired up about Gibbery Goo. Well, well, here's what it is. No one's saying that you can't still fly the Canadian flag and tattoo it on your face for two hours on Canada Day and and do stuff and be fired up. It's just that also don't be mad when communities or other people go, hey, you know what? Maybe not this year. And I myself am probably going to like I never get excited about anything. I'm going to be 30 in less than a week. Like, and, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, people are like, yeah, Drey, the big three. Oh, and I'm like, what's big about it? 
other than my love handles that I'm trying to shave down. Like, you know, what? So what? It, it's nothing. I don't get fired up really about anything, you know, personal because I realize, you know, like our listeners, that I'm not important. And so... Well, uh, you need a better balance of being excited about personal things and also knowing yeah. you're not important. I'm you're not important, but you can still be happy that it, oh, <laughs> it's your birthday. <laughs> and I will be. I'll be fired up that my friends are there and Kate's there. And uh, I'm, I already know what I'm getting. I'm getting a new hat. And I love hats. I'm excited about the hat. <laughs> I'm getting a new hat. I'll probably get a coffee that morning. And it's going to rip. But other than the new hat and my friends going, yay, 30, it's going to be another day in the life of Drury. It's just going to be an insignificant moment in the movie reel that is my life that no one's going to want to watch, right? So I I just uh, I just think everybody needs to hit the fast-forward button a little bit on their life movie and just get to the part where you're not cranky about shit anymore. Is there a part, Dwight, in your movie where you get there and just realize, oh, never mind, actually, everything's cool? It's still a long weekend. I'm still drinking the Bud Light that I advertise on my truck for no reason. And uh, our listeners, our dedicated listeners know what I think about bumper stickers. And and I'm fine, right? Like I have people in my life that I'm friends with that are like, yeah, you know, um, I just think it's wrong that, you know, we're, we're doing all this other shit and fucking caring about how other people feel and whatever we should take care of Canada first. And I'm like, well, yeah, but also, you know, your life's not that bad. Like you have like a job and shit, the poorest person here, you know, and uh, I'm not saying like homeless people. I'm saying like the guy, the guy Dwight that like, I don't know what he does. Maybe he flips burgers, but like if you have, and not even necessarily own, but if you have a place to live and like you go through a doorway every day and every night into and out of that place, whether you own the property or not, and or have like a car or a means of transportation, like you're already wealthier than I think the stat is like 90% of the people on earth. Because I think less than 1% of people on earth own 98% of the wealth. Mm -hmm. So that means the rest of us, over 99% of us, are not super wealthy, right? So if that's the case, then what this stat is that I, lots of people have seen this shit. If you follow like Uber facts or whatever on Twitter, is that if you have a place to live, even if you don't own it, Without like food and basic necessities, even just a shelter, you are wealthier than 90% of the people on earth. Because if you take a look outside of yourself being angry about Canada Day and have a gander over at, you know, fucking Africa and shit, doesn't look fun, Dwight. It doesn't look fun, and you've got a beat-up Ford F-150 from 1994 with rust and a hole in the floor next to the gas pedal, and that sucks, but you have the Ford, the, you have the, the F-150. Like, people in Africa aren't bombing around in F-150s. Doesn't sound fun, you know? So I just think that, like, people need to 
step outside themselves a little bit and just realize how good you have it. Cause you think it's easy for like our id that part of our ego to go fuck this man. All I have in the, all I have in the fridge is old craft dinner and apples that I don't even eat. I just buy them to make it look like I'm healthy for the girl at the grocery store that I'm never going <laughs> to ask out. Right. And, and all I have is that, and boy, this sucks. And it's just like, man, you know, I've seen, I've seen homeless people that are happier than people with two cars in the garage. I, you know what I mean? And you yeah. just like, look at this. And, and I feel bad when I complain about something now. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I didn't like this thing that happened at work today. And like, your circumstances are your circumstances. This doesn't make you a bad person. But you step back. It's important to be able to step back at the end of the day, usually right before I go to bed, and go, yeah, I was kind of fucked up, you know, that I felt angry that I had to, like, write an email to somebody I don't like. <laughs> and, like, there are people starving, you know? And that sucks. So that was an elongated rant about Canada Day. I just don't think it's... I, I don't know, man. Call me a bad person or whatever the fuck. I just don't think it's that important. I'm going to enjoy the day and I, I'm actually working that day. So <laughs> I'm going to get up, have a coffee and keep ripping. I'm just going to do what I normally do and not be loud about it. I don't know. And with that, we'll get into our regular scheduled programming. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, celebrity time. Is that what it is? We haven't done that yet. Nope. So erase all of that, guys. Forget everything I just said. The show starts now. Gossip is the devil's telephone. Best to just hang up. And thank you, Moira. Um, yes, uh, celebrity time. I I had an interesting thing I was going to say about Dan Levy and the, uh, you know, Levy. I think uh, it's Levy. Yeah, idiot. I fuck. I suck. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember it was. I remember it was. I apologize, Dan. Dan, I feel like Dan Levy should like be the next prime minister or something. Like, there's no way he can do worse. Then again, that contradicts what I said on a recent podcast where celebrities shouldn't run for office. And so I'm sorry, Dan. He can be like a figurehead person. What's that shitty thing that that girl just got in trouble at? The governor general. He can absolutely be the governor general. Why not? They don't do anything. They just like say speeches. But um, the interesting thing I wanted to say was, I don't know if anybody watches Whitney Cummings' podcast. I just watched the new one with Tom Segura today, and she brought Dan up because they're friends. And Dan was her first ever guest on her show. And so you guys should all go watch that. Anyway, um, thank you, Moira. Celebrities, Fee always takes good care of this segment, and she surprises me with celebrity news that I likely haven't heard uh, what are we beginning with? Okay, so we're going to begin with um, a celebrity that we've both gone on record saying we liked and we've talked about in previous oh, podcasts. Um, but she's in a bit of a hot water. As, oh. Yeah, um, Billie Eilish, if you've seen uh -oh. her in the news. Um, she has a new song out and uh, she recently posted um, a picture on Instagram um, with a bunch of like the girls from the music video um like all like close together and she captioned it i love girls 
And everyone is um, upset with her for uh, queer baiting, if you've heard that term before. I've never uh, heard that term. Educate um, me. It's, um, it's more like when like a celebrity, like artist or performers um, who want to promote something they um to like to attract the lgbtq community they like try to hint at like some kind of like gay relationship or something that like doesn't actually exist um just to appeal to oh, that so people God. want are, are upset with that um and they're also upset with her for dating a 30 year old racist boyfriend <laughs> she, uh, she's this is new that's news to me the yeah. first part Appar- i don't give yeah. a fuck about that she has oh, yeah some this? She has some boyfriend who's like twenty nine or thirty, and like she's like oh. I think still a teenager. I think like she's, she's 19. like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah like a good ten year age difference, which is like you do you, but like when you're 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 not even twenty yet, like that's just grooming. But whatever. Um. So yeah, people don't like him because he's too old, and I guess has um a troubled past of being like racist and homophobic. I don't know his that, name. That's that's confirmed. She's actually like dating somebody. Yeah, she's dating they... someone. And okay. Then, yeah, the, well, I don't ca- I don't actually care about that either. She can date whoever she wants. I, I I don't really care. Um, if what you just said is true, that's obviously a bummer. Like you know, I personally wouldn't date anybody like that if any of that's true. Uh, as far as the first part goes, what the fuck, guys? Like, who cares? Like, she like. We, yeah, she, of course, she wants, well, she's a bad person now because she wants everybody, as many people as possible to listen to her music. Like, well, it's not about that. It's, um, it's, it's pride month and she's trying to appeal to a certain group of people, um, in a a way that she shouldn't. I don't know. I, I'm not saying she is or isn't. It's, I guess it's up for each person to decide what they think she's doing. I don't know if it was intentional or not. I don't really know. I'm just telling you what people are talking about. And a lot of people really care about this. She also just, I think today issued an apology. I guess there was a video of her, like when she was 14 mouthing, um, a slur for Asian people, I believe it said, um, again, it's people needing to apologize for things they did as kids, which is like, I, yeah, uh, like, (laughs) That's stupid, too. I don't give a fuck about that. As long as she's trying to be a good person now, I don't care. Um, Again, I don't want to get into a whole debate about cancel culture, which, by the way, Whitney's new episode where she had Tom Segura on, one of the greatest comedians of all time, both of them, um, they were they were addressing that again. And like the the, I don't want to get into a huge debate over it. But again, guys. If if you're angry about something somebody did when they were 14, again, let's hit the rewind button on the tape of your life and have a gander through all of your shit. Let's look at each frame of what you were up to when you were 14 years old. I bet all of it wasn't awesome. And you probably don't do that now, assuming you're not a sociopath. Because I know that I definitely don't act like I did when I was 14. <laughs> I used to throw snowballs at cars, just as an example. You Haven't need to done that in years. Right no, now. I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> I mean, I apologized at the time, you know, but like, I don't feel bad about it now. Is it something I'm proud of and generally advertise on like a t shirt? No. But like, 
as far as this whole new term that you've just introduced me to, <laughs> queer baiting, um, what is it like? What does it really even mean? Because if the whole thing that we're doing that you know we're trying to move society upward in a good direction, if if up is good, um is we're trying to make people more feel more inclusive and, and all that shit. If, if she's saying I love girls in this post, I don't know that that's necessarily enough to even definitively call it this term that you've introduced me to. And even if it is in your mind, what is bad about it in terms of she's an artist selling something, trying to make money. And there are probably people like to, to just, you're just in a bad mood at that point. You're just looking for something to be angry about, in my opinion. And, you know, if people think I'm wrong or something, I, I guess fine. Like I, I'm just some guy. I'm a fucking straight white cisgender male. I, like I don't, you know, have a leg to stand on talking about adversity or persecution, but I don't agree with this notion here because like she, she, whether you like it or not, and I'm a big fan of her music. Um, like she is a brand. She's a walking, talking brand trying to sell concert tickets and goofy lime green t-shirts. Like, uh, you know, What's the difference? Every company that you like does this too. And they don't just do it. They're doing it to the LGBTQ community now to try and look like they're, you know, a progressive company and all this shit. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you know, if you haven't seen that Bo Burnham special, he has a whole bit about this in it where it's just like you can't take what brands are doing as a sign of like what's right or wrong. Cause at the end of the day, they just want to make money like Amazon as an example, or Bud Light, but Bud Light does this all the time. They make those pride cans where the Bud Light logo has a big rainbow in it and shit. What's that then? And, and they, and like, they're doing it like, Maybe the CEO of Bud Light really is passionate about about gay rights and LGBTQ rights. Maybe. But what they're really doing, though, is going, hey, guys, look, it's Pride Month and Bud Light totally supports it. Let's mm -hmm. fucking put a rainbow on the can so more people will buy it and shit. Like, what's the difference here? It, it just seems strange to me that people are like, oh, uh, she's she's what's the term queer baiting that you said she's doing this new term that I've just heard of today. Um, and, and we're mad about that. But then if she never said anything and just was like, you know, didn't say anything on a societal issue like that, they'd all go, Oh, is, somebody would go, Oh, is, is Billy Eilish homophobic? Does she not like the LGBTQ community? Like you can't fucking win. You, she, like she could, she could write a song. Uh, Taylor Swift did this 
And like Taylor Swift seems to be genuinely like on top of like wanting to, you know, be an inclusive person and everything. Sports leagues do this all the time. And it's just empty platitudes from a, a faceless brand. The NHL right now and like the well, the NHL Players Association, as an example, their logo is all rainbow and, yeah. and shit right now. A lot now, of companies do that. You do you think like a majority of that organization like legitimately falls asleep at night, bummed out about issues facing the LGBTQ community? I can fucking tell you right now they don't. But they put up the rainbow logo and they and they go, oh yeah, let's be inclusive. And they would like that, but they would like it. They would like LGBTQ people to get into, in this case, hockey, so that they can make more money. You know? Mm-hmm. As an organization, you can't really paint this picture of like caring. It, it really comes down to an individual level. And so Billie Eilish, like Taylor Except, Swift did. Um, some companies like Ben and Jerry's, you you know uh, they actually care about the issues because they make they both of them had like been arrested for like going to protests for different things like I think like LGBTQ like marches and stuff and like they donate and stuff and um great yeah. good they yeah. should they make yeah, millions of company. dollars yeah. good great like they and they you know and I know funnily enough speaking of this like in sports we've got the first active gay NFL player Carl Nassib of the Oakland Raiders put out a a video on his Instagram the other day he's on their active roster like he is that's crazy that he's the first one (laughs) he's the first confirmed that took out too long (laughs) Gay NFL player. There are absolutely other gay players. A for yeah. a player that used to play for my favorite team, the New England Patriots. Yeah, boo, they cheat. Shut up. Um, uh, Post career came out and is gay. He's like, I was gay the whole time. I didn't want to say anything. I was too scared. I understand why. It was like 2005. But Carl Nassim. Uh, yeah, I guess like, the fans you'd have to. That's what you're worrying about. Well, and I mean, like, let's be honest. <laughs> playing in the middle of Boston. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people from Boston that are listening. Not the most <laughs> progressive city in the world. Um, but I I just, I don't get this thing specifically here with Billie Eilish. Because she could do a thing like Taylor Swift. Why aren't people saying this about Taylor Swift? Because it's a brand new term that I've just heard now. She wrote that fucking song, You Have people to Calm Down. People think Taylor Swift is bi. <laughs> That's why fine. they and if she <laughs> that's is why they think great. it's fine it's when she does it. Good. So but yeah, no one knows, but that's that's why. <laughs> well, so why this immediate sus, sus you know, suspecting that Billie Eilish maybe isn't? Cause she has some rumored boyfriend that might be a bad person. Maybe she also like girls. I'm really good friends with a girl from, uh, from high school. That's uh, part of a gay rights advocacy group in our area. She's married to another good friend of ours from high school. Who's a boy, a man. He's a man. I don't know. <laughs> felt, felt, felt weird to say she's married to a boy. She's not. She's married to a grown man. She's bisexual. And like she told us all like years after high school, she didn't want to say anything. And that's her prerogative. But like she uh, unveiled it to everybody. And all of us, you know, were like, okay, you know, fine. 
why maybe Billie Eilish is what? Because she's not currently dating a girl, and then she goes and she posts this photo saying, "I love girls." I love girls too. I always have. They're great. <laughs> um, I, I like men too. I think that I think that they're beautiful men. I'm not personally bisexual or or into men at a sexual level. I think there are beautiful men. I think Chris Hemsworth is gorgeous. I could look at that guy all day. He's he man. That guy's yoked. Good for him, you Yoked. know? Yeah. Good for him. I I think you... Have you ever stared into Ewan McGregor's eyes through a computer screen, obviously? Because if you did it in real life, I feel like you'd melt like the Wicked Witch from the uh, the West, right? It was the one from the West that melted, that Dorothy... Was it the Wicked Witch of the West? Right. Because the Wicked Witch of the East, or the Wicked... The Wicked West of the East. Guys, I can't speak my own language. Um, she was the fairy one that comes down in the bubble at the start. Her sister, right? The her sister was a witch. <laughs> and what did she come down in? A bubble, Doug. Grow up. That's the funniest internet argument of all time, hands down. Every time I see that video posted, I watch it because it's just so good. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, uh, I think Ewan McGregor is is beautiful as well. You know what I mean? I, I like, I I'm just confused by this because like Taylor Swift writes that song about you know calming down about um you know hating gay people and everything, and I I of course agree with that. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody that happens to be listening to this podcast is doing with their personal life. You know, as long as you're not building a bomb in your basement or something or hating on another group of people because they don't believe in whatever fucking floaty cloud wielding deity you like. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care who you're fucking. I don't care who you're who you're inviting over to <laughs> hang out. Who with you want to fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't care who you want to fuck either. And I don't expect you to care vice versa, you know, so I. And I doubt Billie Eilish does either. So I don't understand this, this issue. Maybe I'm out of touch and I probably am because I'm almost 30 guys. But yeah, I just don't just understand the new, outrage. New words at you. Well, I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. And I understand the notion of what you, you're saying. I just don't understand the point of it. To, because like hey, it's what not are, my job to explain it it's my job to tell you that people are mad about it <laughs> like to like tomorrow if your favorite artist people that maybe are listening that are angry at me now and are mad about this genuinely if your favorite artist you know if it's a celebrity goes on fucking conan or something which by the way he's retiring it's sad um, went on there on a talk show and came out wearing a rainbow t-shirt, for instance. What now? Are they, are they queer baiting? Cause, uh, cause they want LGBTQ people specifically to like, come see their new movie or something like, where's the line here? Like, where does it all stop? Can you speak up and be supportive of LGBTQ issues 
uh, if you're a celebrity or somebody that stands to make money off potential new customers at all? Like, can you can you even lend your voice now to anything without somebody accusing you of this weird new word that I've never heard of before? Like, what's the I don't know. I thought the whole point was for everybody to just be accepting of everybody and everybody just get along and listen to Billie Eilish. Yeah, but I get like I get what you're saying, but it's also like you can go out into the public eye and be an ally for um the LGBT community um if you're a celebrity no problem, but like if you shouldn't allude to the fact that you might be a part of it if you're not because that that people just don't want to be tricked. So like you can go out wearing a rainbow t-shirt saying I'm wearing this t-shirt to support um, the LGBTQ community because my new movie is all about that. And that's fine. But you shouldn't go out wearing it saying my new movie is about gay people. And also I might be gay. Who knows? Like that's, that would be the problem. Uh, I guess that's what people are upset about. All right. Uh, I I don't get it, but fair, fair but enough. But moving on, because you mentioned Conan O'Brien. Mm. <laughs> Conan O'Brien's retiring. That is um, sad, I guess. I never really watched um, those shows because, you know, they're late at night. So I'm usually watching, like, something else or going to bed. But... <laughs> the back of your eyelids. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about um, him smoking pot with Seth Rogen. I'm so glad <laughs> yeah. you brought that up. I thought and, that was yeah. fantastic. <laughs> also, like if it, uh, my my friends and I in our boys chat that we have, uh, one of us sent uh, the video of of Paul Rudd and Bill Hader <laughs> on the show. Like that clip was fantastic as well. Uh, they have a long running gag on there that they were doing. Um, but yeah, the other night there where he smoked. Uh, a joint with Seth Rogen was mm-hmm. one of the funniest things I've ever yeah, seen in ba- my life. Like they're basically saying, like, yeah, like I'm I don't smoke weed very often. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I'm not uh working on this show. And then yeah, like Seth Rogen like pulls out a joint and he's like, let's do it now. Like is that like I didn't watch the video. I just like read about it. <laughs> he uh cause Conan he suggests that to me. He's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do with all this free time. And he's like, well, you should start smoking weed. And he's like, well, I know you own a weed company and everything. He's like, what do you think I should be smoking? And Seth just reaches into his pocket (laughs) and hands it to him. It's amazing. He's like, okay, this is the one you think that I should do. And and he's like, I think you should have one hit of that and you'll have a great time. And he's like, well, hand me a lighter. And he does it right there. And the crowd like just loves it. (laughs) eh? And like, and then Seth has a puff, of course. And then it, they they give it to Andy, <laughs> like Andy. Andy said something so funny. He he puffs the smoke out and then like gets a panic look and goes, "Oh shit, I forgot. I I applied to a job at Target." <laughs> Everybody <laughs> laughed. Uh, it was funny. Who was that? Andy, like uh, Conan's si- uh, um, co-host. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had a co-host. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I've never watched the show. I've only seen like clips people share online. I used to watch the show a lot when I was Mm -hmm. a a young lad, if you will. And, uh, I've always loved Conan. He's my favorite late night host for sure. And, uh, yeah, it's sad to see him go, but what a great career. And like, I can't wait for the (laughs) definite podcast. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I think Conan's beautiful. (laughs) 
Um, is that bad for me to say now? Society that I think Conan's beautiful. Okay. Um, it's a little old for you. No, that's not true. I'm 30 guys. Um, so I, I, I'll just say this. I'm really excited for the absolutely definitely soon to come podcast that he's going to do. Cause that guy can't not do something. Yeah. So he's, he's definitely going to do a podcast and it's going to rip. Oh, my cat is hugging my hand right now. Your cat, the giant one or the no, the little, one? yeah, the white one. Good, that's good. Is that the one that's just named Cat? No, this one's Epic. Oh, right, right, right. That's a great pet name, by the way. I don't know if I've said that before, but that's it is a great pet name. Um, what else? R.I.P. Conan. Yeah. Okay. So. This other Conan's one, I, I, dead. you you probably saw this one too because it's like sports related, um, oh. but I just thought it was really funny um, um, when uh, Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo, if I'm saying mm-hmm. his name properly, hey, um, yeah, okay, nice, <laughs> yeah, who's doing whatever like interviews after a game or something, um, and then there was like Coca Cola on the table, so he like moved it out of the way. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna like drink that. I'm gonna drink water instead." And there's like agua, everyone. And then um, Coke lost like billions of dollars after that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I read somewhere four billion. I read somewhere else two point eight billion. Um, how? How just, did they lose it? That's what I I don't know. I guess lost sales because Cristiano Ronaldo says don't drink coke and I mean at the end of the day we all have our vices right like you know people smoke and people do you know other shit and whatever like drink a coke if you like it I know lots of people that like it but I mean decent advice from old Ron like (laughs) he uh yeah you, you shouldn't drink it it's fucking poison um, it's so bad for you. Coke, co- it, guys, if you want to know like what Coke's all about, not cocaine, you can figure out what that shit's about pretty quick. Um, <laughs> if you want to know what Coca-Cola is all about, go find a rusty nail or penny, pour yourself a glass of crisp, delicious Coke. And just drop that rusty penny in there and come back in a couple hours and tell me what you think. And then let me know if you think it's a good idea for that shit to be floating around in your lower intestine. Yeah, but I mean, what can you drink and eat these days? (laughs) I know, yeah. Oranges give you cancer now, apparently. Yeah, everything Um, does. That's fake, guys. I, I, I didn't actually read that somewhere. I'm just saying... You know, I'm agreeing with what Fiona said. Yeah, everything fucking gives you high blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, fucking diabetes. It it just, okay, you know, we're all going to die anyway. Like, can we enjoy something? Mm -hmm. So drink Coke. That's interesting, though, that, like, allegedly they lost that much sales. Other brands, um, like, jumped on this because Ikea um, released a new reusable water bottle under the name Cristiano. (laughs) And no um, way. other other companies like Evian um, like retweeted him saying like couldn't have said it better ourselves. So like other yeah like water companies like <laughs> they're all capitalizing on it. <laughs> See, here's the thing though, doesn't Coke own Evian? Coke owns a lot of stuff. So 
do they not own or they own some form of water maybe it's aquafina i have no clue in coke machines like there is a water in there i think it's aquafina and coke machines yeah so yeah you know they should have yeah jumped on that too here's here's the thing right now i'm starting to think that that was planned I'm starting to think Ronaldo did that on purpose and staged that now that you're telling me other brands are retweeting him and going, oh, yeah, and we're launching this product. I feel like he's getting a cut of that because if you know anything about Ronaldo, and I do, um, he still, I'm pretty sure, has the most followers on Instagram in the world. Yes. Like – I. 290 think, million or something. I, I think he's got about 290, maybe, might be kissing 300 mil. Always breaking records, that Ronaldo. Um, and he gets paid by some brands. Like he's, you know, been on those Poker Stars commercials. And uh, he did that thing uh, where he had a partnership with. Oh, yeah, 304 oil. million. 304 million. Well done, Ron. Um, He's one of my favorite athletes of all time. Um, but yeah, and he ha- he had a thing a while ago with an oil company. I I read somewhere that he gets paid five hundred thousand euros per post for some companies that he's affiliated with per post. Just to post one thing of him going, I'm Cristiano Ronaldo and here I am pouring Pennzoil into my Porsche or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? 500 yeah. grand just for that. Because that's how influential the guy is. Yeah. He, and, and I'll just say this about Ronaldo. I, I feel like that was planned and that he's getting paid from Ikea and Evian or whoever else. And fine, make make your money, Ron, because like he... He legitimately is one of those guys, one of those celebrities where I'm not mad that they are making all mm-hmm. that money because like he came from legitimately nothing like lived in a shack in Portugal. Mm-hmm. He actually he actually comes from the island just off Portugal called Madeira and like his family were dirt poor, dirt poor. And so good for you, Ron. Um yeah. yeah. And don't drink Coke. And Coke, you know, don't sponsor us because I never liked you. I was always a Pepsi kid. And I don't drink soda anymore, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and I don't care that mm-hmm. we've lost that sponsorship opportunity now because <laughs> we're going to lose another one later. Probably. Um, and yeah, even oh, we the World are. He- Trust me. The World Health Organization also used the opportunity to promote drinking water and stuff. And speaking of the World Health Organization, I'm going to quickly switch gears to some more. Um, okay. The World Health Organization, like, came out last week saying... Is this celebrity um, shit? I'm still, technically, because I'm just... It's a short little bridge. It's a short little bridge. Yeah, you're doing Um, a Ryan sidetrack, yes. They they made, like, a a big, like, release or whatever about, like, these people shouldn't drink alcohol, including all women of childbearing age should not drink alcohol any alcohol on the off chance they could be pregnant or could get pregnant. Well, the world, if they don't even know it, they lost some fans with that one. Yeah. Like you're telling me (laughs) that a woman's only prerogative, like the only reason she's alive is to make a baby. That is what they're saying. (laughs) It feels that way. That's we like, 
That's unbelievable. So yeah, I just wanted to be like, do do better, World Health Organization. Not everyone's gonna have babies. Not everyone can. I mean, I'm drinking a twisted tea right now. I'm of childbearing age. Like, come at me, you know. <laughs> come at me. <laughs> WHO, you fucks. Like, hey guys, and I'm the not WHO. Pregnant. There's no issue. So. <laughs> well, let's hope. Uh, w. <laughs> Then again, if you were, I'd congratulate you. Good for you, assuming you were fired up about it. Um, now, careful now. We don't need any religious groups coming after us. We know what they'll do. Um, they'll make signs. Ooh. They'll make signs. Um, yeah, that that's a, an odd bit of advice. Like, in the grand scheme, it would have been just better if they just said anybody. Because alcohol is not good for you, like, for mm -hmm. sure. But the fact that they made a point to say women of childbearing age, I guess I understand what they're saying. Because, like, yeah, it's definitely not good for a kid yeah. to have fetal alcohol. So I'm not promoting, you know, good. yeah, drinking while you're pregnant. But <laughs> I'm also not promoting. We know. <laughs> we know you're not. Uh, the show would die. I would definitely cancel the show. But, um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, what else are we supposed to do? And, you know, from the World Health Organization's perspective, and I know that this issue isn't just on them, but, you know, I feel like throwing a little dart their way as well. Um, hey, like, is everybody in Africa fed yet and shit? Like, figure that out before you start giving us fucking life advice on not drinking twisted teas on our podcast. Like, let's fucking calm down. How about you figure out making everybody healthy world health organization to a semi-decent standard before we start picking and choosing who can drink a twisted tea mm -hmm. relax anyway anyway ronaldo to our losers oh you're done there's no more i'm done oh okay i want to quickly say i saw this today uh it was revealed on the internet very upsetting news and and a guy that we recently referenced in a funny bit we did about elon musk um mark hoppus uh, famous bass player of Blink-182, um, Laser Walls, he um, he has cancer. Oh, I just see that right now on a side article of one of the things I have up. Yeah, and that's very sad. Um, and you know who else? Um, Gunther from Friends also announced prostate cancer today. I don't know who that is, but that sucks. I forget his name. Um. Yeah, man, that's it's terrible. And apparently he's had it for three months or or in the very least, he's been undergoing chemo for three months. And uh, the prognosis sounds somewhat positive. He, he's he's got a few more months of treatment left before uh, he is hopefully able to potentially be cancer free. I really hope that happens. Like, you know, um, I don't know so much about your age group and your generation, but I know that like. Blink-182 was like the sound of my childhood mm -hmm. growing up. Like, And I'm not even like the hugest Blink fan, but like you like their songs. Like they, every, everybody has like a Blink-182 collection of songs that like you like. I mean, damn it rips, you know? So, but when like I was growing up, Blink-182, like they were like, they're the... They're a legitimately legendary rock band. I, I feel like that's appropriate to say. Like they're they're almost like the forefathers of pop punk. Like they they're the guys, man. Like every band, you know, in that genre 
like absolutely loves Blink-182 and like they were the sound of our generation. Papa Quincy, our good friend of the show and my best friend, started like playing guitar because of Blink-182. Like the fr- and I remember him getting his guitar and him learning to play damn it. Like that's one of my earliest memories, you know? So it's very sad. We wish Mark the best, obviously, and we're really hopeful that uh, there's good news at the end of this because, you know, the pandemic's been shitty enough. We've lost a lot of good people over the last mm-hmm. year and a bit, and I don't want to see. Uh, Hoppus is way too young, too. I like He's only, like, 40-something, maybe 50, and, like, yeah, it, it would suck for, for someone like that to to, you know, hopefully – you know, not pass away from that. So yeah, um, that was a celebrity thing that I saw today. And Mark Hoppus, you fucking rip. And uh, I think we're all pulling for you. So mm-hmm. hooray. Now what are we doing? Losers. Losers. Let's do that. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Our pets' heads are falling off! Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. You go and do something like this. Losers of the week. We're here. And um, I want, I'd like for you to start. Okay. Uh, I have a good one. I, yeah. I laughed so hard at this. But I want you to go first. Please, please tell me yours. Yeah. So mine comes from Facebook, which is always a fun place. Um, the local swap and sell page. Um, someone was trying to sell... A piece of driftwood they picked off the shoreline for sixty dollars. Six zero. Hey guys, I just found this cool shaped piece of driftwood. It would look good if you put maybe like a glass tabletop or whatever they wanted. It would be a good like stump for a table. Sixty dollars. <laughs> like I really it's just want... a piece. <laughs> I could just go down to the beach and find one too. Yes. <laughs> for There's free. lots of it. <laughs> You're Why also would I give you not 60? supposed to take it, I think. Are you not? It's I'm like, pretty sure you're not supposed to take driftwood. A lot of white people are taking them. Um, and I say that also because of that Bo Burnham bit where mm-hmm. he references in White Woman's Instagram the. And the I'm saying that um, absolutely not knowing if what I'm saying is true or not. <laughs> uh, if what you're saying is true or not what oh about that taking, if you can or can't take right. driftwood i don't know but i like, don't think yeah. you can though i know i know a lot of people that have yeah a lot of people that's as long as you don't know anyone who's lie. trying to sell it <laughs> no i don't like it's a blatant lie when i said i know a lot of people that's not true i know some people like a handful that i could count that have driftwood tables that like they made and yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But like, I like this mm-hmm. coffee table I have here and like, it's fine. Like what? Fine. Like if you want to sell a piece of driftwood you found, you have to put in the work to make it the table that you want it to be. <laughs> I, yeah. Cause I'm curious. I'd like to ask the person like where they came up with the six zero, like where did $60 fall out of your ass from? I don't like, know. I'm not sure <laughs> What the arbitrary just a piece of wood they found on the beach. I've seen people do this too. I've seen people take old like wooden skids 
that like you know mm-hmm. shit gets yeah. piled on and sand them down and make them all smooth put a solid body top on top of it or or even i've seen people take like like a chunk of marble like a countertop piece and put it on them and put legs on it and sell them for like six hundred dollars i've seen that and i just go hey dude that's a skid Mm -hmm. what are you doing i don't know we're weird eh? you gotta try to hustle i guess i don't know you gotta hustle. You gotta make that. Like if you, you if you can scam about. someone, you may like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it. if you can. <laughs> I mean, if somebody, I, I, I want you to monitor this for the show. I know our listeners are interested. Um, I want you to monitor this and see if it's sold. I, I want an update. I, I'll try to find the post. It was a little while ago, though. Okay, fair enough. They um, post a lot in the group, like so much. I'd have to scroll so much. I'll try though. Sh- Shoot them a message when you see a new post from them and say, hey, is the driftwood still available? I'll give you 40 bucks. Try and undercut them. Um, that's interesting. Uh, is that it, though? Do you have anything else? Just is some, some idiot trying to sell driftwood that yeah, they literally just picked up? you want me to have more up? than one loser? <laughs> no, I don't. I just, like, I thought you had, I feel like I've talked the entire time, like I usually do, because I'm a bad person, and um, I wanted you to have more. But you'll have, you'll have more later. I'll be quick about mine, but uh, maybe not necessarily because I, I, I definitely want your opinion on this because this seems like something, and don't take this the wrong way, that's in your wheelhouse because you like that show, like whatever it's called, The Circle and all that shit. This so is, here's This is not The Circle. It's not The Circle. Here's the latest Netflix blunder that they've come up with. The the platform, I'm getting a little sick of Netflix. I'm kind of getting a little tired of it. I'm I find that I'm just going on there and rewatching Family Guy again. I don't And Family Guy's on Disney Plus, so the entirety of it. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, but I I have to finish rewatching uh It's Always Sunny. Um but they have a new show debuting soon. Another dating show. That's why I'm getting sick of netflix it's just all dating shows and shit it's just like how much more like how much like how interesting is this it's a weird thing we're weird you know in that we like to observe others in our species go through real life events that like we could just go do ourselves but you don't you sit and watch dating shows alone in your your studio apartment and eat hog and dawes and wonder why can't that be me it's because you're still it's because you're watching shows about it and not doing it well like, i mean i <laughs> i'm watching i'm thinking how what a loser you don't <laughs> you can't find anyone and now you gotta dress up like a furry <laughs> and that's the other side of it is the people that are entertained by it that are in relationships and just go oh what a moron, right? <laughs> this new Netflix show is called Sexy Beasts. This is I thought this was a parody when I first saw it. I thought, oh, yeah. this is somebody like making fun of Netflix. I thought it was fake oh. too. And I was like, oh, they put in the fake Netflix logo in the corner. Yep. For, like, nice. Nope. <laughs> it's real. And oh, you it's know pretty what? High production it... value for a prank. Uh... <laughs> I that's what I thought. And I, I thought to myself, yo, if this was like somebody doing a comedy bit, this would be so <laughs> funny. 
but mm-hmm. it's not funny because now it's real. The show's called Sexy Beasts. The premise behind the show is it's a blind date, and it's blind because the people get taken. Like furries. Yes, they get taken by Netflix makeup artists. And get done up in like full scale prosthetic animal heads. So like in the preview, there's a guy. Um, oh fuck, man! There's a guy in like a squirrel head, and he's the funniest one in the preview because he goes, and he they do like talking heads. Little- he goes ass first personality second yeah. and i'm like you are dressed like a squirrel sir you can't say ass first personality second you have prosthetic squirrel teeth on i'm sorry and so this the one i I didn't even really listen to the audio. And of course, too, they show the part in the trailer where at the end of the episode, it's a, it's the reveal of their real selves. And of course, all the people are like model ass. Yeah, that's what I, I said. I was like, yeah, I would sign like if I wasn't in a relationship. Sure, I'd sign up for a blind dating show on Netflix because that means they're hot enough to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what's behind the mask. <laughs> you already know they're good looking. I know. And that's the dumb thing about it is like you see these, uh, you know, all these comments from people in the trailer of just like, oh, I just w- want somebody with a good personality. And it's just like, we know that's not what you're thinking, is it? You're wondering, is this girl under this seaweed head uh, a, uh, um, a model from Vogue? And and they are surprised. The one thing that made me die laughing, I, I couldn't even listen to the audio like throughout the trailer because I was in tears on the kitchen floor earlier today. The I don't know why I found this so funny. It just it reminded me of South Park, I guess. There's a girl in the trailer whose head is dressed up like a dolphin. And like they gave her a blowhole in the top <laughs> of her head. And I thought, like, oh, fuck, you know? Like, I'm fucking crying again. Like, What's he going to do with that? Oh, no. That's not what I thought, you pig. Ew. Um, nice, though. Um, hashtag dolphin blast. Um, I just thought it was so funny because i was like how far do we need to take it where like they could have just put like the smooth porpoise shit on with like a fin they're like no no we gotta do the blowhole mm-hmm. too and I yeah just, this show is I, nothing if not accurate to the animal oh fuck <laughs> man i couldn't believe it this fucking idiot girl is like i got a blowhole oh fuck Oh, I thought it was so funny, man. And I just... Did they I give, also, like, a, a premiere date? Like, when can we expect this? I don't know, and I don't care. Because, like, I'm never going to watch that. It, I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, please. I, we'll have it for a review segment for at sure. some point. Oh, I can I already review it. <laughs> I can't watch this stuff, guys. I, I don't know. Hey, you guys, you know, you do you. You whatever whatever you're entertained by i'm entertained by things that people find really boring like sports and you know watching podcasts and stuff 
you know, I'm a pretty boring guy, but, uh, that said, holy shit. Like we're really going overboard. Like this is, uh, another level. And again, cause I've watched it 35 times. The first thing I thought of as well was the Bo Burnham special where he does the internet song. And I see the girl with the blowhole and I just thought, can I interest you in everything all of the time? <laughs> like I just, the internet has pushed our species into another stratosphere of self arrogance. We're the, one of the first scenes too in the trailer, guys, you've got to watch this. Just watch the trailer at least. Uh, is the the girl in the pink the the panda head? Yeah, I just like, ah, uh, man, I just don't. What happened, man? What I? How did we get here? Just go outside. Is really my advice. Just. Don't watch this show and empower Netflix to go even further. I don't even know what the next level after this is. Like we, we disguise people in like we turn them into transformers and shit. Fucking like you just meet Optimus prime and it roll out. And like, what are we, what's next? Like, I don't know. Real Um, animals. That yeah, that's what's next. The the scient the deciders come up with some sort of scientific laser ray, and it like it's like a Freaky Friday thing, and it shoots you into a ferret, and you're a ferret now, and you and you meet a lion. That's what it is. Like I'd watch that show. I'd watch that show. That'd be <laughs> way fucking cooler. Hell yeah. Um, to like zap people into animals bodies and have them like survive as that animal for a day. Could you imagine how difficult it would be to be a snail for 24 hours? You know, I would hide under a leaf. I'd watch that show. Um, this though, I think I'm the snail show. <laughs> I'm going to pass on this one. Um, <laughs> hey, also I saw this too. And I told Kate also, debuting on netflix uh later this summer i think uh they've made a new cartoon show about gay heroes speaking of 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 your new word uh queer baiting here comes netflix it's a cartoon show archer style it looks like where the whole cast is gay heroes and they uh the show, I, I literally think the show is called Gay Force. <laughs> Let me just confirm that for you. Or it's like G-Force or something. Like, I just was like, wow, re- really on the nose there, Netflix. Let me find it here. It won't be hard to find. Um, oh, my f- holy God. Like, I, I just... I can't believe some of the stuff that they're putting out that they think like, yeah, this is a great idea. Oh, wow. I'm just scrolling through here. Eliza Schlesinger has a new special out. Oh, apparently she has a new special out called good on paper. I'm going to watch that literally at the conclusion of this podcast. Where is the show? Here it is. Here it is. Here's what the 
tweet says, debuting on Netflix, straight aim, gay heroes. That's the tagline. Straight aim, gay heroes. Should I read it like the, uh, oh, it's even worse than I thought. The show's called Q-Force. The show's called Q-Force. I'll read it like the movie guy. Straight aim, gay heroes. Sean Hayes, don't know who that is. Wanda Sykes, heard of her. Gary Cole, Patty Harrison, other people. Star in Q-Force. It says other people or you're saying other people? No, I'm saying other people because there's like seven and I didn't realize that going in. Q-Force coming to Netflix September 2nd. Wow, this is way more whatever that word is you told me earlier than what Billie Eilish did, in my opinion. What the fuck, man? Straight aim gay heroes. Fuck yeah. I'll watch it. I'm going to check it out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out. But yeah. dude, wow, uh, Eliza Schlesinger. Hell yeah, she's got a new sp- I'm going to watch that. I bet you it's only available in the States for fuck's sake. Anyway, um... Sexy beasts, man. Netflix. Mm-hmm. So Netflix as an entity is your loser of the week? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. They are my loser of the week. They're just farting out garbage. I feel like Netflix, you know, like for every good show they have, which, you know, in my personal opinion, there's like five. Um, there's 30 insane ones where you're just like, what is? Mm-hmm. Well, they just sign off on anything that crosses their desk. They're Eight. like, sure. Yep. Yes, content, like Bo Burnham says. <laughs> yeah. Daddy made you some content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've watched that a few too many times. I, Kate, my friends, they're all getting a little sick of me. Um, I've watched that Bo Burnham special too many times. Um, and And now it's out on iTunes. Like, he released all the songs on iTunes. So now... I'm listening to it every day, and and that's a problem. But you it know makes what? Me feel the good. the songs are very popular across um my TikTok, so I'm hearing the songs every day. You sent me one earlier yeah. today. And it was like <laughs> perfect, exactly. Yeah. I I legitimately, and this isn't a review segment, but uh, you know, because I've referenced it 70 times, because it 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 is my favorite movie of the last five, maybe even 10 years. It's probably my favorite movie since Moneyball, and that's saying something because I've watched Moneyball 30 times during lockdown. Uh, and uh, it's just so good. And uh, don't get concerned, guys, but uh, that movie perfectly encapsulates my mental state and journey through the lockdown, and I'm probably not alone in saying that. Boy, it got depressing at the end, um, mm-hmm. but it's really, really good. Uh yeah, so Netflix is my loser of the week, and yours is fucking Driftwood Dave. That's what he's going to be known as forever. He's actually, Driftwood a lady. Dave. Oh, uh, Driftwood Darlene. Driftwood Darlene uh, is uh, really the loser of the week. I just find that so funny. Yeah, yeah I found this shitty piece of wood, sixty bucks. Yeah, I sixty bucks, and it's yours. I like you know this and many of my friends know like I've been slowly like with Kate like building up a a record collection. She got me a beautiful record player for for Christmas and uh 
like a like a really good record, like like a double deluxe album and and shit are like sixty, seventy dollars. Where is the value in this piece of shitty wood, darling? Well, you can buy yourself a DIY project. No. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, what do we do now? Why do you do? Why do you do? Why do you do? Why do we do these things? What a weird, uh, what a weird time to be alive. Um, would you like to start again? Because yeah, I want to. Sure, I can start. Mine's um, more of a, a question for you. Um, after a, a, like to to confirm or deny this claim. Why do I do? I, why do you? Do, why do um, guys do? Oh, or do guys do? Is this okay. true or not? Um, guys fake their deep voices. That's why someone was made, made a video saying like, why like do most gay men have like a higher registered voice and most straight men have a lower registered voice and all of the, um, like not all, but like a bunch of like gay men, like responded to the video saying like <laughs> that it's because guys are faking it. Cause they, they like drop their Adam's apple and they can talk. Um, in a deeper register or like they just like leave their Adam's apple alone and they like talk in their higher register. So like, is that true? <laughs> like do guys like just like fake their deep voices? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I, this is just you talking. I, I've not never thinking about it. <laughs> no, like I've ne I've never considered it. <laughs> like I, I don't consciously. Like I know when I read the news, I definitely try to put a little bit more oomph behind my syllables, and enunciate things so that the listeners hear it very clearly. Um, but I don't think that. I make my voice deeper. I don't, I don't see the, I don't like, I don't see the benefit. And to be honest, I'm probably the wrong person to be asking about this. I definitely know that I probably, you know, when I'm meeting somebody important or something, probably like try and put on a little bit more of a, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, like power <laughs> on my voice to be sure. like, yes, I am important as well and i'm acknowledging your importance with my clear speaking tone but um i don't think that i've ever like i'm the wrong person to ask because i'm gonna be 30 soon i'm in a very stable happy relationship and i just don't i've let all of my insecurities go so I just don't care. Like Kate and I are like and I'm pointing at her right now are like really weird people. Like if you hung out with us like where we didn't know you, like we didn't know you were here, like if you just snuck into our apartment and like hid in the laundry room <laughs> for a day and heard the shit that's exchanged in this apartment, you'd go those people need help. 
but we don't. We're just really like comfortable with each other and and strange, and we say fucking awful shit to each other, and it's funny. Like it's just the way we bust each other's hypothetical balls in a way, and and like and and or Kate says ovaries. I've got to be inclusive, guys. Mm-hmm. Her and, hypothetical uh, balls and your hypothetical ovaries. My hypothetical ovaries, exactly. And um, yeah, so I, I don't ever like adjust my voice other than when I do my job and try and speak consciously very clearly. And, you know, I obviously listen back to everything I record and I feel like my voice sounds higher, if anything. I don't know what that's all about, and I don't know if there's any truth to it. I'm sure some guys do that, but well, how listeners is that at home, let than, us know. Are you faking your voice? Are you faking your are Are you faking your voice? No, oh, dude. Are you like fake? now? I turn like <laughs> a surfer, dude. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast, my good friend Chad. Um. Or no, you know you know what a real surfer fucking bro name is? Thad. Thad. You're th- you're Thad, dude. You are fucking Thad. So Oh, I go yeah. by Thaddeus. <laughs> That's probably exactly what somebody today would say. Oh, it's actually Thaddeus, bro. I'm named after a fucking Greek warrior. You know? I'm a descendant of a Greek warrior. Yeah. Yeah. My my great grandpa times ten uh uh killed Achilles actually, so yeah I yeah I'm sure there's guys that absolutely do that but like you know people certainly in like you know where it happens is at the club for sure and like when someone is trying to like court a new sexual partner. That's exactly when shit like that happens. But is it is that any different than any of the shit that men also do um, in those situations like put on weird cologne that they got given for Christmas five years ago that they've never opened and think that like because they're meeting a girl or guy for the first time that they got to have like eight liters of cologne on or girls. You guys do this shit, man. Put on way too much makeup when you go out without realizing that most of us guys that are chilling and our normal dudes that will just appreciate you for you uh, don't like that. Um, uh, well, you say you say that there's a big difference between a girl not wearing makeup and a girl wearing a no makeup makeup look. Guys like the no makeup makeup look. They do not like girls with no makeup. They're wrong. I personally don't care but like uh, explain to me what you mean by that the no makeup makeup look like what do you mean uh like light coverage maybe a bit of mascara very neutral eye neutral lip brows okay. done but like not filled in um so you don't look you're not like heavy, you're eyeliner, right you're not heavy i don't have i just have a bit of foundation on right so, so like no but it's different i okay. i would have to do a couple more steps to have a no makeup makeup look Okay, but like you look fine though. Okay, thanks. But I, I. (laughs) So like that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you don't have like purple shit around your eyes. That's the dead giveaway. Like just no. But when girls do that, it's not for guys. It's because they want (laughs) to have fun with their makeup. 
I believe you to a degree. I believe you do that. I, I believe you. Most most women would not wear a heavy eye makeup to impress a guy. They do that to impress their friends and to ha- do a fun makeup look. Okay, I'll take I'll take what you're saying at face value. They'll wear makeup to impress guys, but it's usually a lot right. lighter. Okay. And that and again again, not okay. all the time, but like generally speaking, also, I also like I'm was... kidding, guys. I don't give a fuck what you do to your face. Just do whatever you want. Who cares? Um wear all of it, wear none of it. Uh it doesn't really make a difference to me. Uh okay. So what uh, I I've honestly I actually just booted down my my hard drive just went down where are we in this show why do you do so you're asking me you asked me if guys do that i don't know i'm sure some of them definitely do just like i guess it would be equivalent to like and i don't know why uh uh as an and i'll i'll have one for guys too Here's an example of like what I know girls, girls that I was friends with used to do this in high school before they went to like high school parties in the area of the world where I'm from, bush parties. We all went to those, uh, would stuff shit in their bras when they were like 14 so that guys would think that like they had bigger tits and it's just kind of like, okay, well, that seems cumbersome, doesn't it? How do you make them even? Um, I don't get it. I mean, the cup can only hold so much, so it'd be pretty, pretty, pretty easy to make them even. Right, but I mean, like you know, like I've, like a couple pairs of socks, and I'm like, why don't you just go uh, uh, as you though? And then guys would do shit like this too. Um, you know, uh, I know guys that would wear a size T-shirt too small so that it looked like they had bigger muscles. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, but that looks really uncomfortable, John. Like, why don't you just go to the fucking bush party in a sweater like everyone else? You're going to freeze to death. It's eight degrees right now. You know? Uh, so, yeah, like, we all, we're all insecure. We all do weird shit. Are some guys lowering their voices to sound I don't, manlier? Like the movie previews guy? What was that guy's fucking name? Don something. I Don. I feel like it was like Don King or something. What a great voice, eh? This summer. Fucking, <laughs> I, I fucking love that guy. This summer, fucking <laughs> people are going to dress up like squirrels and dolphins and decide if they want to date sexy beasts. Come- <laughs> <laughs> I can fucking talk. You know what? I do do that. I'm going to talk. I, I could talk like that all day. That's uh, <laughs> all day. You know who definitely doesn't do that because he doesn't have to because he already has the best voice ever S- is our friend Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott, Shout friend out. of the show. Absolutely. Fucking the dude. About. All right. We'll spit yours now. Oh yeah, it's my turn. Sorry, I felt like I uh, I glommed on tears there a little bit and and uh, thought that I had done mine. Uh, so why are people still eating Subway? Here's where we lose another sponsor. Um, mm-hmm. 
how come people are still eating this shit? I gave up on Subway. Kate and I both did a couple years ago when we had one because there's one nearby us. My mom was actually here and we were just like, ah, you know, don't feel like doing anything. And my mom suggested, why don't we just get Subway? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just get Subway. And I, um, I vacated all of my insides uh, within an hour of that. What and, kind of sub did you get? Uh, chicken bacon ranch, like like an old classic, right? And you remember a few years ago when there was like a study done where like they proved whoever it was, the deciders, that Subway's chicken had like traces of rubber in it and shit. Do you remember? Yeah, like that? most of their meat had a bunch of crap in it. Yeah. So I see an article today. The New York Times did this study where the New York Times test that they got these scientists to do found no identifiable traces of tuna fish in Subway's tuna sando. Yeah, I think I saw something where like their steak and their tuna and like maybe something else were all just made up of the same random meat. That's fucked. Don't eat that, guys. And mm-hmm. definitely don't eat, get, don't get it with a Coke. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo will fucking penalty kick you through your screen. Um, Subway's the only place you can get um, cherry Dr. Pepper, though, which is arguably one of the best soft drinks. Fair enough. I was a really big Dr. Pepper supporter um, back in my really unhealthy days when I used to drink like four or five a day. Um, I just don't get it, man. It's just not a good spot. It's mm-hmm. no Popeye's chicken. I'll fucking tell you that shit. And I don't eat the other crap there. I just get the sandwich because <laughs> like, and Popeye's sponsors, um, just in sandwiches, I, man, that's my one vice now is like, I'm trying to be healthier. I'm, I'm sick of being a, a fat sack of shit. And so I've been doing uh, new home workouts and biking a lot more and just generally being active. And, and I feel a lot better, honestly. But we all need a vice. You need a cheat day, right? And so um, for the record, I'm still eating pizza. Like I'm not going to stop eating pizza. I just get like veggie pizza, which uh, it like I know the classic pizzas like, you know, your standard pepperoni pizza. If you've never just had like a a pizza with like a bunch of veg on there, like it shreds, but you got to have like a cheat day. We all have our vices. I will never not like eat Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'll just eat way less of it. Uh, Not that I was eating it a lot. There's not one nearby, but that sandwich is so good. Now that said, I ate Subway you know, not a lot, but enough. Like, you know, as a kid, our town got one and we were like, oh, Subway, right? And like, you'd grab one. Like if dad and I were going fishing and shit, we'd stop at Subway on the way to the lake and get like a Sando for out on the boat. Y- you know, it, mm-hmm. it was just like a standard thing to do. Now, like I hit a point a couple years ago and I've done this with a number of like fast food places now where I just can't eat them anymore because of what it's doing to my body. Maybe it's just cause I'm like almost 30 and my, my stomach is getting to a point where it's just like, dude, fuck you. Like stop. 
Like, stop <laughs> eating fucking pieces of tractor tire in Subway sandwiches, you know? Um, Kim Kardashian's ass. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's <laughs> ass filler is in your sandwich. Stop this, says my lower intestine. Um, I just don't get it. Like, um, and it's garbage. Like, the product is dog shit. The bread sucks. I feel like it used to be decent, and now they've just, like, cheaped out to another level, and everything just sucks there, and I don't want to be associated with it, and uh, now, for you tuna fans, it's not tuna. But also, like, if we're getting a tuna fish sub, like... Yeah, that's another problem. You're wrong, and, like, you (laughs) deserve to have no tuna in your tuna fish sandwich. (laughs) You're wrong. I like I agree. I know what you're saying. And people who order a tuna fish sandwich from Subway and ask for extra mayonnaise. <laughs> oh man. They are filling a toilet later, dude. <laughs> you're eating not tuna and you get extra mayo on there. You are filling porcelain. Like you are painting that night and not the walls. Um or maybe the walls. I don't yeah. know. Because I'm telling you, dude, I'm serious not to be gross here with 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 potty humor. But um, the last time I ate Subway was that time. And I was amazed at how bad I felt almost immediately after. And the effect it had on my digestive tract. I couldn't believe it, dude. It's... uh, uh, it, I and I said right there, like to my mom, and all three of us had this happen. We were just like cycling. We were doing shifts um, in and out of the one bathroom oh we no, have. Did you all get the apartment. same kind? Or no, just, no, we all had different. Well, that was kinds. just a bad. Someone didn't clean their store. <laughs> well, dude, like I had a, a a CBR, the the chicken bacon ranch. Kate had whatever the fuck she had, steak and cheese, sure. And mom was always like, you know, a cold cut lady. Like we had three distinctly different, or maybe now we're discovering not different, meats (laughs) on our subs. And we were all like in bad shape. Like we were walking out of the bathroom, like high-fiving each other. Like, good luck, brother. uh, That's not true. But (laughs) like it was bad, you know, like it's just bad. Like I... Why do you do this, guys? Like, why are you still eating these tractor tire sandwiches? I'm not fucking having it. Uh, the other one I want to quickly ask, and again, and I, we brought this up before, we hate bad drivers. Like, guys, just learn a little, uh, you know? <laughs> why are people still driving in the fast lane at 85? Like, it's the highway system is like a smart design. You sl- you're slow, you go over here, and you stay there. If you're in the fast lane, fucking pass somebody and then get back over when you're done doing that till you hit the next car that's going slower. Like, don't go in the fast lane. I cannot stand it when I'm driving on the freeway and there's two cars in front of me driving side by side, barely nosing past each other as we go down the road because one of them goes up to 90 back down. The, now the other guy in the right lane's doing 90, and the person in the right lane's doing nothing wrong. They're chugging along at their speed. Stop doing this. Why do you do that? And that's why do you do. What do we do now? Reviews. 
It's review time. <clears throat> I am the decider of us three. I decide. Let the decider decide. I am not the suggester. I'm not having a good time with this game. So we're going to review stuff. Again, you can go first. I have a couple small things. Um, sure. Um, so I watched, um, it's a new movie on, on Netflix, um, Awake. If you've seen that it's on Netflix, it's, got, it on it's Netflix. got Gina Rodriguez in it, which is why I watched it. Like the girl from Stop. Jane the Virgin. I don't know that show. Okay. Amazing show. I love her. Um, she was good in it. I, um, it's an interesting movie. Um, kind of, it's, it's about, we don't, f- this is kind of, I'm going to try my best not to spoil it. So I'm going to speak very clear, um, carefully because it is new on Netflix. And like, if you're bored, you should give it a watch. But like, not if you want a good movie. Um, so. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I'm, I think it's good, but it's also Why don't bad. You just spoil it. Like, we'll, we'll put a okay. spoiler thing okay, here, so, guys. Okay, no, skip it's a ahead. movie. It's about, so something happens. We never find out what or why. Um, so which it's is already very a bad annoying. Movie. Yeah, so that's why it's a bad movie. But something happens where there's like people can't go to sleep and everything just stops working. So right. it's a bunch of doctors' jobs to try to figure out um, why people like and try to find a cure. And like um, Gina Rodriguez's daughter um, can sleep, so she's taken to this like lab or whatever. Isn't and like a weird meteor in the sky or something. I think me- I saw yeah something like that. Positive. But no, but. Someone was like, oh, there's a lot of, like, meteor, like, it's a big meteor shower going on. And she's like, no, it's airplanes falling out of the sky because everything stopped working. Like, cars, like, just stopped working. People got into accidents. Planes were falling out of the sky. Everything oh. just shut down. Okay. Um, so what happened? So, yeah, spoiler, like, um, this girl can sleep because when it all happened, they got into a car accident. Car went into a lake. They, um she drowned and then was brought back to life. So if you die and get brought back to life, you can sleep. <laughs> so it took them the whole movie to figure that out, even though we guessed it like immediately. And there is um, nothing was resolved. <laughs> Everyone dies except for like the main family. And so like she, everyone like, on earth, we assume it just, really? it's one of those movies that is kind of short but feels very long because of its bad storytelling. Oh, <laughs> so, and it so they, thinks it's being clever and it's yeah, not. Exactly. And so, yeah. So it, it was a fine movie. Like, the acting was fine. It was just the storytelling was bad. I'm out. I, I don't want to yeah. see it. That sounds yeah, it's just No, it's just not resolved in the end. So I don't know if they were, like... That- that... Queuing it up for an awake too, but like I would oh. definitely not watch a sequel. Um, I'll yeah. I'll say this: what you just described to me, like almost kind of reminds me of remember that uh, Mac Wahlberg movie, uh, The Happening, I where like watched it. where like people start like killing themselves and committing suicide like on mass, like all over the world. And they discover that it's the plants on earth that are making people do it. The, the plants are like fighting back against humanity. Okay. And, and are like, at least they found out why it was happening. Yeah. But it's so dumb. Like the plants are like releasing this pheromone that makes people kill themselves so that plants can like start taking the earth back over. And I'm like, all right. 
and I just felt dumb. bad for Mac Wahlberg because I love Mac, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just a terrible movie. And like his career kind of like hit a little speed bump when that came out because like it was not received well. And it sounds like uh, you know when when Fee watched this movie, it wasn't received well by her, and she's a decider, and everyone mm-hmm. should listen and just not watch Awake. Um, yeah, I, don't know. I had go. good hopes for it because I do like her. Um, and I might rewatch Jane the Virgin because it's a good show. But yeah, it was okay. just, <laughs> it really missed the mark. It was one of, it was like The Purge, you know, it was a cool idea, but its execution was. Those movies not, all suck. Not good. They yeah. all suck. I'll yeah. just say that. That's my opinion anyway. That's my pinch. And uh, yeah, I fucking hated those movies. I thought they were <laughs> garbage. I also um, started watching Manifest. It's got two seasons on Netflix. Okay. I'm tired of people telling me about this plane show, dude. Kate's mom was here tonight dropping the dog off, talking about it again. She binge watched the entire show last weekend in a day. At, like all she did was That's watch this crazy. show. Yeah, I've been watching dude. it for a couple days. I'm not even done season one. She watched the entire thing and it cannot stop talking about how great this show is. Is it as good as what I'm being sold? I like it, but um, I feel like it's a lot more my speed than it is everyone's speed because I like that not everything Everything is a problem, but not everything you think is going to be a problem is a problem. So I like that there are fewer problems than what another show would have. Because I like it when things mesh well and go together. But it's pretty cheesy. I'll say this. It would make a good drinking game, and you would drink every time they say The Calling. Every time they say Flight 828, because that was the plane they were on. (laughs) Like, every time, like, someone has a like a vision or whatever so it's it's pretty cheesy along those lines but it's also a fun mystery okay yeah they like nothing gets spoiled nothing's to guess like able to to guess what happens like probably if you like tried really hard but nothing's glaringly obvious this is the thing where they like uh, they get on this plane they get launched into the future five years right yeah they don't know how and everyone take a drink every time they say five and a half years (laughs) <laughs> amazing okay i see hammered after one episode so this is like that old drinking game when lost was a thing and <laughs> you would drink every time they said the others or the hatch yeah um yeah <laughs> man i've said it before how fucking good are the first three seasons of lost oh my god when they didn't know what that what was in there and then the hatch opens because hurley's lottery numbers are on the hatch, dude. Holy shit! But there, there's a show you're talking about where there's 800 problems and it's kind of hard to follow along. Mm-hmm. Think about like Lost when it first started. There's a there's a smoky dragon creature in the forest. There's a giant polar bear. Uh, what's her face dies. Locke's legs don't work now. Um, there's a hatch, there's the others, there's the weird facility, there's that Jacob guy. It's just like, holy fucking shit, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, the submarine, Penny's boat. Like, what is happening? Um, man, but you know what, though? He, maybe that's the secret, is just having two or three plot devices to mm-hmm. move things along because uh, you just said, oh, you can't really guess like what's going to be the thing that 
caused all this. I I believe I've said this before. When my parents started watching Lost, I'm like 13. And after like the first episode I saw, I go, they're all dead. <laughs> they're all dead. Yeah, I think you told me that before. And the island is like <laughs> a form of like purgatory. And my parents were like, that's fucking stupid, dude. That's not it. You fucking idiot son of ours. Um, and I was right. And w- and when the show ended, because like my mom and I rewatched it together uh, when she got the DVD set, when it was over, she turned and looked at me and said, you were fucking right. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I'm like 22 now. And she's like, do you remember when we first started watching the show and you said they're all dead? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I did say that. Good call me. Um, I was <laughs> a lot smarter when I was a kid. Self. Yeah, exactly. I was I was way more clever when I was a kid. I'm, mm-hmm. I feel dumb now. Um, guys, I'm going to be 30 soon. I've, ugh, I don't know how I feel about it. But thank you for your review. Um, once again, just making this all about me. Uh, I guess I'll I guess I'll go, and I'm glad you you uh, brought up a movie you watched because I watched one recently. Um, oh, sorry, I've so, there's a moth crawling on the outside of the window, and boy, does it have a scary body when it's not flying. Yeah, moths are <laughs> disgusting. Uh, just make sure that you close your blinds. You don't want you know a visit from the moth man. Correct, yeah. Um, uh, I I visited my brother recently. Because uh, it was his birthday, he's uh, only twenty-seven though. Still young, still young, still fresh, still um, capable of um, so much, and uh, <laughs> still such a bright future ahead of himself. And uh, he made me watch this movie uh, called Life. Uh, it's got Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Although, uh, spoiler, well, it sounds good. Spoiler alert here. Yeah, I haven't told you anything about it yet. Um, <laughs> no, I like those two dudes too. So, um, Spoiler alert, Ryan Reynolds isn't in it for that long. So forget right for that. Something very unfortunate happens to him. Um, no. The movie is uh, your standard, you know, sci-fi movie. This expedition team is in space. They've, they've, they're coming home from Mars. And they went to Mars to discover if there was actually like life there once uh, and if they could actually like find remnants of of biology in some form there. They do, of course, they're on this space station and they discover this little tiny organism that seems to be in like a dormant state. They stimulate it somehow and, and bring it to life with like a, a temperature change and the single cell organism starts growing and getting bigger and, and bigger. And then of course it's this malevolent alien thing and starts killing everybody on board and they try and uh, stop it from reaching earth is basically the premise of the film. I really enjoyed it. The acting was sensational, really, really great. Um, you know, th- th- like there's nothing special about it. Like it's not, um, the cinematography was very good. Like it looked like they were in space. There's a few scenes where they're like in the suits. When did it come out? Like last year, like mm-hmm. uh, I think 2020, like it, it's on, uh, it's on Netflix. Oh, um, quality watch, uh, really good. Like, you know, space thriller 
Um, and the ending is very good as well. I liked the end. Uh, it was bleak. I'll, I'll say that. Um, so I enjoyed that. It was good. And I also want to finish on on one thing. Uh, I mentioned this a while ago where I reviewed this quite a bit ago. Uh, the the video game, we like games here. Uh, our last guest, Marissa Roberto, would, would appreciate this take, I'm sure. Um, I started playing at Papa Quincy's behest, uh, started playing the game Control uh, a while back now. It was free on the PlayStation Store, and so I got the free version, and it turned out that the free version that they had out was like the Ultimate Edition with the two DLCs. Like, I, I have everything. And I'm very close to being 100% done the game. And when I reviewed the game back then, whatever episode that was of this Rip Roaring show, tell everybody about it, um, I said how much I liked it. Like, it really great game. I've reached a point now as I'm near, I'm 98% done everything that there is in the game. I'm ready to make a statement. Uh, and for my friends that know me that listen to the show, they will know that my favorite game of all time, I referenced it with Marissa Roberto, uh, is Resident Evil 4. I think that game is perfect. I'm I'm ready now to announce to the to the masses that control is my favorite video game I've ever played in my entire life. It's so good. And if you watch, you got to be careful in a sense with reviews. Like if you go on YouTube right now and review it, there are some people that are really high on it. There are some people that are like, oh, the story sucks. I personally disagree. It's very, when you first start playing, it's very convoluted very confusing you don't really totally know what's up or understand the universe um, but there's so many collectibles and things to read and i personally like that i like when there's like a lot of like world building in the game and you find collectibles of like documents and shit i, I can confidently say now with how much I have just thoroughly enjoyed the experience. Hand claps for um, for Remedy Entertainment, uh, a Finnish company, for developing uh, this game. They also did um, Alan Wake and uh, the Max Payne games, which are very uh, famous. Um, what a what an experience! The story's really dark really fucked up but it's like all supernatural stuff and i really really enjoy it it's almost like a like combining of supernatural slash like alien entity you don't like is it an alien is it like multi-dimensional shit it's just a really cool game but on the whole i it's my favorite game i've ever played um i really like it that much and um over the last few days, like I've just been on YouTube watching videos about <laughs> it, trying to better understand little pieces. I really hope they make a second one. But if they never do, and this is what I'm left with, because there are very few games that I've gone back to play again over the years. Like I thought Control was like a new one was announced at one of those like 
E3 or whatever announcements a couple weeks ago. Was really? Not- Did they? I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I, I, I feel I, don't, I can't watch E3 anymore. It sucks now. I don't like it. Fair, but I've what what system is it? That's on PC or, or well, it's it's on everything. It's on PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Don't believe it's on Nintendo, but I could be wrong. See, but I follow them on Twitter, and I didn't see anything from them. So about I could be wrong. Too. It just control seemed um very familiar to me, but maybe that's just because I watched. A video on it and it wasn't to do with the other thing it just melted together maybe fair enough because i i do believe they announced a new alan wake game mm-hmm. which uh which actually funnily enough here's here's one thing that's made me such a devout fan of the game is that remedy has combined the two the two universes are one Alan Wake is referenced and appears in Control and helps you uh, defeat one of the DLC bosses that's a part of his game world and and vice versa. And there's a cut scene in Control involving Wake that alludes to the fact that there's definitely an Alan Wake 2 coming. So maybe eventually when they're done that, they'll make a Control 2. End of the day, guys, fantastic game. And um, it's my, now confidently my favorite game I've ever played, which is uh, which is something. Because, yeah, like I said, there aren't a lot. of I've enjoyed a lot of games over the years. There aren't a lot that I'll go back and religiously like play again. RE4 would be in there. Um, most Legend of Zeldas. Um, what The Last of Us. You know, there are games where it's just like this is such an iconic experience that I, you know, I I'll go back every now and again. This is certainly one of them, and it's my favorite game ever. So hooray! And hey. and and for all the for all the social justice warriors out there, the main protagonist is a female, and she's badass. And nice. Um, yeah, I feel <laughs> like I I feel like you wouldn't like the game. Um, I would like to watch someone play it. Like I, I, I saw gameplay of it, and it looked fun. It's amazing. Yeah, I but, bet. Yeah, you... I don't play games like that. I'm not like. It's scary. Yeah, I, I get too freaked out. Parts. I can't handle scary. Yeah, it's it's high tension. I think um, it'd be fun if I played Dark Souls three, <laughs> but I know it wouldn't end well. Uh, or end at all i wouldn't get very far <laughs> fee and uh, and for everyone out there i'm not saying this because you're a girl no you're saying it because i'm, I'm me i'm that's saying why it because you're you be, that's why i think it'd be funny if i got it and then i made myself get good at it <laughs> that would be entertaining to see because like here's the thing most most guys i know that play it are bad at it i'm yeah. not good at it dude yeah dark I've heard Souls- it's a tough game Dude, uh, tough game. Dude, you won't get past the first enemy. For sure. You, you won't make it past. I I was instructed a few years ago. We should just do a video game podcast. What are we doing? <laughs> um, a, a couple years ago, uh, my brother said to me, hey, um, you should borrow this game from me. Um, I think you'll really like it. And I go, okay. And it was a game called Bloodborne made by the same studio that makes 
the Dark Souls uh, games, and they recently made that game. Um, oh, for fuck's sake! Why can't I think of it? The the samurai ninja game, uh, whatever. I can't think of it for some reason. Uh, it was mind bendingly difficult. I was so angry because, like, I'm the type of idiot that like gets mad when I suck at something right away, and I'm just like, life is pointless. <laughs> um, I. I get good at it. It, it. the The combat system is so precise and perfect that it's almost too perfect. Like it's very razor sharp. Like you have to have such good reflexes to kill the most basic enemies. Um, it took me three or four days to get through the first section of the game. And, like, I've played video games a lot, like, my whole life. Some hard games, you know, I shudder when I think of, like, Battletoads and shit like that back in the day. This was on another level, and uh, I actually reached a point in the game where there was a, uh, a giant spider you fight, which, for me, is ultimate nightmare fuel, and uh, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't beat it. Not because I was scared, because it's a very weird-looking spider, I couldn't do it and uh, I found it. You can do multiplayer and like my brother had to help me do it. I would probably actually pay money to see you play dark souls. Okay. Um, set up a Twitch. Would you pay and, for the game? <laughs> like buy you the game so you could play it. Yeah, I'll do it. I, I will actually. And I want like exclusive Twitch access to this. Cause I just want to <laughs> see you. Uh, and, and this like sounds twisted, but I want to see the, the crestfallen look on your face after the 50th, 60th attempt to kill one thing where you just begin <laughs> so realizing <laughs> maybe I can't cause man, they're hard. Like, dude, it's one thing where you you start getting confident, right? You 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 kill that first werewolf or fucking demon dog or whatever it is, and you think, "Here we go, I'm rocking and rolling." You reach the first fire, you reach the first bonfire checkpoint. You're like, "Here we go, like progress. This feels good." And then the first boss comes, and it's over. <laughs> like the boss fights in the. Uh, "Quote unquote Soulsborn universe are another another level. Like the there's one boss. I think it's in Dark Souls three. I'm sorry, everybody, for like those who have tuned out on us nerding out here. Um, this is what you get. Um, this this podcast is a fucking platter. This is a smorgasbord at an Italian wedding when they bring out the antipasto." That's what this is. Some olives over here, some sliced meats over here, Nono's cheese over here. It's all there. More like, yes, yes, cheese. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Italian jokes. Um, there's a boss, and I, I'm pretty sure it's in Dark Souls 3. Go on YouTube after this and check this out. 
and you just tell me if you think you can get to a level where you can conquer this. <laughs> There's a boss called Ornstein and Smau. They're they're two gold entities. You have to fight both of them at the same time. Oh, okay. I can't have a gander at that shit. We can't do two at once. And here's the thing. <laughs> That's what she said. So here's the thing about Ornstein and Smau, though. When you kill one, the other one absorbs that one's powers and just gets more badass. It, like, it's another level. That's just one example of, like, horrifyingly hard shit that you're going to be in store for. Um, there was a part I remember in Bloodborne where I, I was raging so hard at being bad at the game where you're in this like sewery alleyway tunnel and a giant pig like explodes out of this wall and chases you. The pig killed me. I want to say I'm not kidding 30 times. And I was like, why am I garbage? Um, but yeah, it, mm -hmm. Definitely you see, check them out. I know that I can't play it. I know there'd be no point in trying. Um, but well, I also know I I know that. But I also know that if other people can play it, I can definitely do it. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I you can. <laughs> I can do anything, even though I know I can't. <laughs> I know that I can <laughs> if I really wanted to. <laughs> Flap your arms hard enough. You're exactly. going to get some air. Um, in the very least, you're moving atoms around, aren't you? Like, uh, when was the last time I didn't get what I wanted? I can't even remember. So if I wanted to beat it, I could do it. I know that. Uh, but I have to want it enough, you know? I like your uh, I like your mentality. It's really positive for the kids. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just the truth. Here's Here's my honest opinion. I think you can do it, but I think you would need to dedicate a year of your life to it. Should have started last year. I'd be done. You should have. <laughs> yeah, you'd be done. You'd you'd have made Ornstein and Smell your bitch by now. Mm -hmm. Your your bitch is plural. I shit on Ornstein and Spell. <laughs> Whatever you said. Uh. I just crumpled into a mass of <laughs> wow there. Holy orange, orange stain and smoke. Yes, <laughs> uh, exactly, dude. Um, I think you could do it, but uh, Travis would probably like, has he played them? Does he play? I don't. He hasn't. He wants to, but he hasn't played it yet. He might like you're gonna need someone there. How fun would it be if I did it before him? That I... would be epic. And then you sit there as he plays and goes like, "You suck!" Like that would. <laughs> oh be no, sick. you got to do it like this. Let me show you. <laughs> I the thing the thing about video games that like is 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 what's so endearing is like it's especially nowadays is it's it's a form of entertainment that like you are in control of like you actively are participating and pushing the the story forward like you're in control um 
even in a game called Control, you're in control. And especially in a game like Control. Especially in Control. You're really <laughs> in control. You're fucking picking up stones. Yeah, and... you're freaking Matilda. I, you are legitimately like you're Matilda after she got older and like could like do Became more than badass. bend spoons. Like you're picking up like forklifts and throwing them at people. It's great. Um, the thing that's so endearing about them is that like they actually like are really great for like your motor skills and and um, memory and uh, brain function and re- reaction time and everything. Those games are on another level. Uh, they're pretty extreme, but I actually think that this is an experiment we should undertake. Like, I think like you're going to have to completely change the way you think about like what a video game is. Cause like, I know what you're into and like, this shit is not the Sims. (laughs) Like you're, you're going to have to like undertake a level of control and almost brain athleticism to complete this but i actually you know what the worst part of that is i'm not even good at sims (laughs) 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 building (laughs) building building from scratch is difficult i don't know how to do the foundation and i don't know how to do roofs how are you bad at and this is coming i just it's tricky it's tricky there's no real guide to tell you how to build the guide like the tutorial is just the gameplay and the gameplay is nothing it's just the building i don't know how to do basements very well right roofs but you're good at animal crossing though well yeah that's different just like sims light (laughs) right so like yes you're doing something good yeah, I don't. I don't build money. anything. I gather materials to build in Animal Crossing. That's different than, you know, mapping out your own room and stuff. It's <laughs> the decorating part of Sims is fun. I can do that, but right. I mean, so building like a house from scratch and oh, I'm doing the outdoor like yard work and stuff. Oh, it's it's very intricate. So okay, I didn't realize that it was like that detailed. Mm-hmm. Really, I thought you just Control like everything. I thought you just built a house and like tried to become like the CEO of a bank or something. Some people don't even do the gameplay. They just do like the craziest builds they can do. Right. So it's, it's like, uh, like Minecraftian. I guess I've never played Minecraft. I feel like you'd like Minecraft. You'd be good at Minecraft. Yeah, but I don't like the people who like Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? They're very annoying. I don't know. Okay, uh, that's fair. <laughs> They're young kids something. mostly. Yeah, it's very it's a popular kids game for sure. Um, but I've seen people like just do crazy shit on there. Like you see people it's like also ugly build like hair. Well, it's beautiful in a in a minimalist way, right? Like it's a yeah, but I think it's ugly. Fair enough. I, I just like I know people built crazy shit. Like you see people that have built like yeah. Hogwarts and shit, like to scale. Yeah. People are, are good at it. People uh, are great. Be, yeah, I wouldn't be, be either. I'm not. It. I'm not creative. I'm. Uh, I'm an empty husk of a human. I don't really like do creative stuff, <laughs> do I? But well, I will want... not. Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll end, and my battery's gonna die anyway. So uh, there I it is. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, 
listening and we uh we appreciate you i feel like my power cords around here somewhere oh it is look at that oh oh i have oh oh i can't breathe we uh we have the power we have power (laughs) how funny would it have been though if right as i said that it died like just before i plugged the cord in well Uh, that (laughs) remember i did that once I was Did, like, remember when I your said, computer died? No, I think I was. That was when I was using my phone for when I was having those technical difficulties. Oh, I and forgot. I was, and you I were said, doing the I show said something phone. like, what, "Remember when I said, wouldn't it be funny if my phone died?" And then my phone died or something. I do remember that actually. <laughs> and you're like, "What the hell?" That was, was like, a yeah, classic I... epi. <laughs> Go back and listen to episode. I feel like I, we're just gonna say that was like 11 or something, early in the so infancy. <laughs> Yeah, it was episode 11 of Beast Phone Died. All right, guys, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we tell you at the end now where to go and do all that shit. So in closing, then, I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Out. All right, guys, you can find this podcast, as always, on all the best podcast apps, including Spotify, including CastBox, and, of course, Apple Podcasts. And, oh, my God, you can find us on social media, too. Fee, where can they do that? They can find us on Facebook at Sauce and Goss, Twitter and Instagram at Sauce and Goss Pod, and please don't forget to email us at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, anything you want us to talk about, feel free to email us once again at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. We appreciate you guys listening. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Goodbye. Goodbye.